Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Garage Gym Experiment Podcast. My name is Adam, here again with Jake, and on this week's episode, we're going to start things off with an open trap bar breakdown. Jake's going to take us through that before we jump into the Sunday survey results. And on this week's Sunday survey, we did a Have You Heard Of Founders Edition. So we'll go through some people and say, have you heard of these people? And then we're going to chat about Black Friday sales as the month starts to wind down. Crazy to talk about the month of Black Friday winding down as Black Friday hasn't even started yet, the actual day. And then after that, we'll give you a breakdown of some recent podcast guests that we've had on, and as well as a friend of the show had on his podcast that you guys should be on the lookout for and take a listen to. So with all that coming up, thanks for listening. Jake. Welcome to the Garage Gym Experiment podcast, where we dive deep into the home gym scene. Each week, we put out Sunday surveys where you tell us your thoughts on products, builds, and all things home gym related. We're here to break down the numbers at a talk shop. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. Thank you, Adam. Let's start it off with those surveys. So number one, so Adam mentioned we're going to do a quick little open trap bar breakdown. In this head-to-head-to-head matchup, we have the Giant Open Trap Bar, the Highland Open Trap Bar from Giant, the new Rep Open Trap Bar, and then the what used to be, what some may still say is the GOAT, is the Kabuki Open Trap Bar. So we simply ask, which one are you going with? And the easy winner here was Rep with about 46% of the votes. This was about five times more votes than the Giant option who received about 10%, and then the Kabuki one was in the middle. And then there were another 17% not sure. So I own all three of these bars and just want to give a quick breakdown. Adam, chime in if you have any questions. But I will say that the Rep Open Trap Bar is probably overall best one here. It is the most versatile It's priced fairly. They recently updated their handles, which is one of the main complaints is that the standard standard one that it came with was a little bit too wide. But I will also say that the giant option is also a really solid purchase. So I think if you are considering, if if you are like on the fence about the rep, open trap bar because of price for the most part, you should look at the giant. So the giant one will be a little bit cheaper. It's probably about $75 cheaper after shipping than the rep bar, but it's not quite as versatile. So that's the big thing. It's not quite as versatile. You cannot take off the handles and do the bench press, do the squats. However, it's very solid. It includes a nice knurled handles. It's it's not quite as wide as that rep option. So before rep made those handles, I would actually prefer the giant one. So yeah, if, if, if you're on the fence, the giant one is definitely something to consider. It is rackable and balanced as well. So it's just not quite as versatile if you want to take those handles off. And then the Kabuki one, that is, you know, it's, it's going to be two, $300 more than the rep one. And I would say it's not quite as good. 
it's only, I would say it's best distinguishing factor is it's knurled handles. I would say my, if I had to, if the knurling was the most important factor to you, you might want to consider the Kabuki open trap bar and you are, you're going to choose the made in America option. So that that's really the reasons why you would choose Kabuki. It's, it's not balanced. So if, if there's weight on the bar and it's loaded, it's going to tip back. So you have to tip it back up unlike the rep and giant ones. So a, a lot there. Does that make sense, Adam? It makes sense. One question I had for you, Jake, because you've used them all, you have them. All. If someone was just going to give you an open trap bar, so like take price out of it and you having experience with all three of these, if you don't have to like budget for any of them, which one are you picking now? I would need to check the new grips on the rep bar, but if it, if it was as is with the wide grip rep bar, I would go with the giant bar. Oh, wow. So I would, yeah, I'd go with the giant bar basically because I don't see myself ever really taking off the handles. You know, I already have a, a good selection of bars. And so I, again, this is before checking the new grip options on the rep bar, but I would, yeah, the, uh, the giant bar is an easy buy for me if I am building out my home gym Yeah, and I don't, and, and I don't see myself shoot. Like I don't see myself taking off the handles, you know, it's just really comfortable. It's rackable. It is balanced. So, yeah. I wonder what, what camp I, I sit in when it comes to open trap bars in general. For me personally, I, I just deadlift with the straight bar. I've never really had any interest in, in going after a trap bar at all. And so if I was going to add a trap bar, it'd probably be not even an open one, probably a closed one just for price to get it in there. I'm wondering the popularity, mm -hmm. if we have like numbers with like people in trap bars in general, like, do you know, like, is it, is it like overwhelming that like, yeah, we did a survey back a few months ago, I want to say, and it was overwhelming like five to one people choosing open trap bar over open. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think like, yeah, I think it's an easy, like, I just don't think you've had enough experience with them. Like it's really nice. It's really nice to like, and the, I have really enjoyed leaving the, leaving them up and just like pressing them on the rack. You can like, they're kind of tough to store. So I've been having them at the very top on Jacobs or one at a time, the rackable options. You can't do it with the Kabuki, but I mean, I think you just need to try them and considering like, especially if they're balanced, there's, I don't see a reason unless you are going to really go cheap going with anything other than an open, especially like considering like, let's just say Titans beefy trap bar versus this giant one. This giant open trap bar, I want to say they're about the same price. Okay. So. Yeah. And I have to say the worst part about a trap bar, like just in general, is loading it. Yeah. And the fact that you can just like prop it up and load it, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. I hardly ever deadlift with a straight bar anymore, primarily oh, wow. because of just the loading, you know, I'm like, yeah, eh, I'll just yeah. do this. So, yeah. So yeah, I, I think like whatever your values are, there's not necessarily a wrong option here, but I would say if like for the most part, it's probably not Kabuki, 
with these advances that the companies, these two companies have made. I'm yeah. hoping Kabuki goes back to the drawing board and at least makes it rackable. If it was rackable, I'd, I would consider it because I do really like the neuro of the Kabuki bar. Yeah. Moving on. So which one of these lower body tools are you going to add to your home gym first? Either a traditional SSB, a Mars or transformer bar, or I guess you could say any other like premium bar like that, a standalone belt squat or none. So the, the most cost efficient option was the easy winner here, which is your traditional safety squat bar. About 52% voted that way. Standalone belt squat was chosen by 13.3%. Mars or Transformer, third place with 13%. Oh, I should say none was in second place. The standalone belt squat was in third and then Mars or Transformer were last. I don't think this is too, too much of a surprise for me just considering the price difference in all of these. I think if I had to choose one surprise, it would be that only 22% said none. So I think we're seeing a, a, a larger part of the audience realizing like, yeah, these, these things are here for a reason. So yeah. what would and you, then, what would you have gone with? It's tough because an SSB is, I, I like them, but I don't like how they pull me forward in the, in the movement. But the Mars bar is so expensive. For good yeah. reason. And you listen to the, the podcast you did with Zach Mars and like you can appreciate the price after listening to him talk about it. But you put that bar on your back and, and you you really, really want one. I feel like the thirteen percent is because not a lot of people have gotten the opportunity to like test it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If only there's like 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 a home gym conference where like people could test these things out. If that thing existed and the Mars bar was there, I'd put one on my back because it is so comfortable. It it really tempts you to spend the six, $700 to get one shipped to you. Yeah. It, it feels amazing. So I actually voted Mars because I couldn't, I couldn't imagine spending like $300, like half the price for a traditional SSB when all I would really want is a Mars bar. So yeah. comfortable. And, and it's crazy because it looks so much like, like your traditional safety squat bar, but it doesn't feel like it. So which one? I, I said Mars. Yeah. You Mars. would go Mars. You would go, would okay. go Mars. You yeah. just wait a few more months. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's been on my short list for a while and I, I can't seem to, to pull the trigger. I'm almost there. I'm, I'm filling up with like some, some more like premium options in my gym now where I'm mm -hmm. almost to the point where like it would be a Mars bar soon. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I truly would have a tough decision between Mars or Transformer just because the, with the Transformer, you can do a variety of things. So if it's like, yeah. I know this is the only one I'm going to add, I might go with the transformer. So, yeah, but I would, I, I think I'd go with Mars or transformer as well, just over a standalone belt squat because I of space savings. Yeah. So. Well, I was thinking about the standalone belt squats. I would, I would go with and a squat max. It's expensive, but it, I mean, it seems like the option to go with, it, it wouldn't fit in my basement. I have low ceilings. And when you have to step up three feet, it just, it's not going to work. A rhino would be ideal, but that's what, $3,000. That's not going to happen. So yeah, it step it back a little bit and it'd be Mars bar. Makes sense. Well, I, I can assure you, Adam, that we'll have the Mars bar and transformer bar at home gym con. 
There and is then, a conference where you can try these things out. There is. Yes, there is. <laughs> oh, and then no I will way. also say, we'll make sure there's at least one. We'll ha we're having a booth at the Arnold to promote yeah, Home Gym Con. There will at least be a Mars bar or Transformer bar there for people to test out. So I'm, as locals, if it's like last the, year too, Zach Mars will be at the Arnold. Right. If he's there, then we'll, we'll probably bring the transformer bar, but, yeah. but we'll see. And that will just be more of a little, just a little taste of home gym con at the Arnold. Cause we, that'll, if you're going to be a 10 by 10 Arnold, taste, right? 10 by 10 taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all we can afford. <laughs> all right. Is that the official you, announcement? And you've never said you haven't said anything yet, like on air or online or anything. I put it on the story, but you would have had to like really been looking at it. I go through all the stories. I hadn't seen it yet. All right. Well, I, I saw I saw Kyle today earlier, and I told him, and he was like, he was like, oh, I didn't, I read that wrong. So maybe I'll need to do that again. So officially, garage gym experiment. We'll be at the Arnold. We are. We have a booth at the Arnold. We have a booth, and we want to bring. Are you going to be there? I'll be there, and we'll, we're we're going to bring some of the coolest home gym equipment out there to get people to the booth to test out, and hopefully they'll buy home gym con tickets there too. Awesome! Hey, can I come? You can come. I'm going to be there, guys. It's on. All right. Next up, battle rope, inertia wave. We're not sure. So 51% voted for Battle Rope. Just 11% went with Inertia Wave. And then there's still 38% who just are not sure. So we did do this, I want to say, last November or December. And I think Inertia Wave received about 15% of the vote. So it has gone down a little bit. You know, you haven't, it kind of spiked up a few years ago and really haven't heard too much since. But they are still active. All right. Rep or Rogue Bench. Rep received about 57% of the votes. Rogue, 43. We did this one again around the same time, November, December of last year. Rep eked out a win with 52% of the votes. So still relatively close, and Rep didn't gain too much, but 57% is a decent amount. Yeah, I voted early and it was more, it was like really close to like 50-50 and I was surprised. This is what I expected when I voted. So it, yeah. Yeah, it usually doesn't change too much after like that first 30 minutes, but but yeah, sometimes. And I, you will see like the, sometimes you'll see someone take a lead within the like first 15 minutes and it's like, oh, the most passionate are voting this way. So just something to keep an eye out if you like the data. And then this, this is a kind of a strange survey, but that is fun. I was curious. I was yeah. curious. Was it, was it fun? We haven't talked I, about it. I had fun. I felt insulted for the ones that like, I, I'm not going to admit who I didn't know. There's a couple who was like, I don't know who that is. So there's like there two or three on here. Where well, so for those listening, this is, have you heard of these gym equipment entrepreneurs? Uh, so we asked about one, two, 17 different, let me see, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. 10, one, yeah, two, 17. three, four, yeah. 17. All right. 17 different entrepreneurs within the space. Most of them are founders. Some of them are CEOs, but 
let's go down the list. So I thought it was surprising that the most popular one only received 56.5%. So Chris Duffin was the most popular on this list with about 57%. Dave Tate, who is elite FTS and has a popular podcast was 50%. Bill Hinegar, the rogue CEO was about 43%. Bert Soren, I'm not sure his current title, but I believe he runs Sorenex these days. He's at 42%. Donnie Thompson, 41%. Buddy Caps, founder of Texas Power Bar, 36%. Zach Mars, 23%. Steve Slater, about 20%. Mike Bartos, 19%. Jason Campbell, he's he's up there at 18%. Brian Hennessy, 13%. Kayvon Kuzani, 10%. That's the Bells of Steel, founder, CEO. Pete Keller, French Sport, about 8%. Rant Brogy, 6.7%. Strength Co. Ryan McGrady, Rep, 5.2%. Patrick Belowski, Bridge Built, 4.3%. And then Dylan from Abmat, 4.1%. So relatively interesting. If you had to pick the biggest surprise, which one would you choose? Dave Tate or Bill Henniger? Like those numbers are, are I, I feel like they seem very low. Like Bill Henniger is like, you know, the, the rogue founder and CEO and he's at 42%. Like rogue is massive. I felt like more people mm -hmm. would know who he is. Dave Tate is like not only... Is he like running Elite FTS? He's also like a personality online, meaning that mm -hmm. like he does like influence and he does a lot of thing about like movements and things like that. And only like half of the voters knew who that was. So those two yeah. surprised me the most. Yeah. I'm going to go with Grant Brogy and then also Bill Henniger. Yeah. Grant down there at 6.7. I thought, I thought for sure he'd be, he'd be double digits at least. I associate him with the name, the Strength Co. But I feel like a lot of people know the plates and things like that, but they don't associate it with Grant Brogy. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But he catches low too. Kind of, kind of strange to talk about like these great people or these, you know, these like very successful people in this way. But no. it's, it's kind of interesting. Don't you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> 56.5% um, do. All right. Let's move on couple new products. So number one, Kyle, AKA Kaizen DIY, Jim released his jammer arm adapters last week. So these are multi-directional jammer arm adapters. They're specifically for the Rogue Jammer Arm 2.0 right now, but they're, they're working on other models. I believe 1.0 is coming out like any day or maybe by the end of this or next week. And then Rep and Titan are next after that. I'll say I've used them multiple times. They're really smooth. There's a number of different things that you can do, like flies or whatever that movement I did on Instagram was. <laughs> Someone responded uh, and said it was a movement. There was a lot of people that said that had a name for it. I can't even remember what it was. And I was thinking, what? Jake, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I knew it had to be something because it actually felt good. So it's yeah. like, there's gotta be something. 
but these are also like lockable in a few different five different ways. Yeah, they're just they're just better than regular jammer arms if you can add these adapters. They are like $300 right now, so it's not like an easy buy. But if you're fully invested in jammer arms and I think we discussed like on the podcast the last few times like there are a number of ways to like add to them right now whether it be like the vendetta the vendetta adapters or better handles so kyle brought over the mutant metal mutant metals handles and those things are awesome too so like if you're fully invested in jamer arms this is definitely worth it i would say for for most people yeah so really Good. cool use code gge to save do it do it the G20 Pro, so the G20 from Force USA has been updated. So number one includes a two-to-one ratio, which was basically its one-to-one ratio on the functional trader was its biggest, compl- the biggest complaint I saw, the biggest one I had. Just it seems like one-to-one would be great, but for whatever reason, like it's just not quite as smooth. It's not quite as versatile. Like you're just not. The functional trainer movements, you're not doing massively heavy weights typically. So it's nice to have it in the five pound increments rather than 10. And then the upgrade package looks awesome. Specifically, the leg curls slash leg extension attachment. It looks kind of like the goat from Stray Dog. So you have the ability to add that, the dip bars, and then the jammer arms too. So G20. And then there's also like, I didn't put it on the screen here, but there is a arm that you can put out at the top and add a boxing bag to a bag. So, so yeah. And I, I think there's a few other attack, uh, like upgrades I just didn't catch, but this, this would be my new, my new choice for CSA choice. If I had to choose one it's with that two to one ratio and then the leg extension that Looks awesome. Anything else to add for that? Nope. All right. And then let's let's chat Black Friday 2022. Adam, curious just to hear what your impressions of it so far are. Yeah, Black Friday <clears throat> started off strong with a lot of different companies. So we had the return of Matt Black Friday from Rogue, you know, dollar pound for Dumbbells, hundo pricing, all that great stuff. Rogue came back with with good deals, especially if you you're, you're saving up to buy a lot of Rogue. You can really benefit for the Matt Back Friday, and them not doing it last year was really a letdown for a lot of people. Rep kind of took like the vintage arcade thing, which has been fun. So each day or two, they'll come out with like a new video game or new code and they have like the little game over like their PR team. You can tell spent a lot of time and effort, like really making it enjoyable. And like, I look forward to seeing it, which makes me click into their site, which makes me want to buy things. So thumbs up to rep and their sales team, their PR team for putting that together. Yeah. We got Jason Campbell in a chicken suit talking about the savings. So I mean, it's been a lot of fun as a consumer to see all these things coming out. The strength go teased at first, like, hey, no Black Friday sales this year. We're going to raise the prices on Black Friday. What do you think about that? And then came out and said this Sunday, the the 20th now, which would be yesterday. We're filming on the 21st. We'll release our Black Friday sale. And to know that they're having a Black Friday sale was, was pretty cool. 
it ends up being after $500 and then in increments around 10% that you can save. So I was planning on completing my set and it's going to turn out to be an extra set of 10 pound plates for me, which hey, I'll take them. So that was pretty cool. And just overall, like this Black Friday compared to last year has just been a, a huge improvement. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but from my point of view, just all the companies that were are jumping in and, and having Black Friday sales. Like I grab, I grab something from Titan. They're they're always like throwing out sales, but they had more of them available. I didn't have to like wait around for the thing I wanted. There's just like a pool of things on discount, not sale. So yeah, Black Friday's been great so far. Jake, what have, what have you seen? What do you think? Yeah, huge improvement over the last few years. I would say it's it's still not quite like it used to be as far as before COVID. But it has been cool to see like people just getting excited about it all month. And like you said, reps doing a good job. I think Titans one day sale was really solid. They had like a VIP day last week and I'm guessing they're going to do something similar for like, you know, the, the black Friday through cyber Monday. So that might actual be something black for Friday? A, an actual black Friday. <laughs> yeah. Their sales weren't too good all month before, but hopefully during that week, they, they bring some good options. I think strength Depot has some good options too with like, they have a really, if you need a five through 50 pound dumbbell set, those are the ones to get. They have good packages. So like if you, if you noticed their sale price on their packages, they're not quite, it's not, it doesn't look like it's a massive amount off, but their packages are already priced pretty well. So I think I think they have some good stuff. Talked about GetRx like before. Surplus strength. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say surplus strength. Now's the time to buy from there if you have if you want to buy something. GetRx like they they their prices get you with the shipping, but they actually have some really good sales if you want to stock up from somebody like GetRx. You know, I just thought of one of steel has been doing live videos just randomly which has been really fun to like keep your eye out for Kayvon jumps on there with his little cardboard sign <laughs> dollar a pound for my weights for the next hour only for our u.s stores which is that's really fun and exciting to look forward to so if you are looking for just weight plates and you're interested in the gray kind of i don't know how you describe them they're kind of like spiral cut gray steel plates from bells He's been jumping yeah. on. He's done it twice already. I can assume he's going to do it a, a couple more times. A dollar a pound for weight plates. That's not something you see a lot of these days. Yeah, with free shipping. I've actually been doing a podcast both times and I've missed promoting those. So I've been a little upset about that. The, you know, the, the Diamondback bike that I have. The yep. 1260 SC is an awesome bike. It is really hard to like put into pictures how how good of a, how nice of a bike it is. But it it's like just rock solid. It includes Bluetooth capabilities so you can connect it to your iPad app. They added it to the Force USA store for 750, which is like honestly half of what it should sell for. So like, that's something that a lot of people should consider mentioned last week. True, true grit had some good deals. If you're going to spend over five ninety nine, 
they have like their air bikes only four ninety nine and good sales on dumbbells and plates and bars and the shorty bar is like seventy bucks. Yeah, and I I and and then like rep releasing bench week. So if you want to bench from rep, now's the time to buy. And then lastly, I'll just mention I do think all of the sales are gonna get better on Friday. Yeah. So and I think a lot of people are just waiting to see what Friday will be. So Yep. All right. I've been I've been buying. I've made a couple purchases and then I'll make my my last one on Friday for Strength Co. So it's been fun. All right. And then lastly, let's just chat about some podcasts to watch out for. So Rob, aka Vintage Weights PGH, interviewed the GOAT, Ed Cohn on Home Gym History. That's set to release in a little over a week. Sorry, I'm laughing. You've seen that meme, the, the the meme video with the kid. It's a fucking goat, and then they they flash like Ed Thompson out there. So good. Well, it's it's a really cool interview, and I'll I'll spoil a little bit. Ed's just like chilling on a couch. I'm not sure if he has his computer. I'm not sure if he like propped up his phone or what. But he's you know they chat for a while, like oh, an hour and a half. I want to say so. It's awesome. Pretty cool. Really happy Rob got to do that. And yeah, super, super cool. Be on the lookout. Home Gym History. Make sure to binge those old episodes if you haven't checked it out. They're getting better each time. So check out Home Gym History on Garage Gym Radio or Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen. Also on the Do You Even Lift Bro podcast, Kyle it has a chat with Jim Penn about just the overall process of bringing the product to market. He's already recorded it. I haven't listened to it yet, so I'm not 100% sure what's on there, but it should be a cool listen to hear those those guys go back and forth. And then we, or I, I should say, I interviewed a crap ton of people recently, and they were all really solid interviews. So number one, Chris Duffin, if you haven't checked that out, basically his story from childhood to his own basement gym to creating Kabuki, just a really good listen for anybody who's interested in the history of a company like that. Story of Mutant Metals, so it's basically a story of Chris Mosley, a guy who kind of just working this job that he didn't like and was tinkering with gym equipment and then ultimately made the leap like relatively quickly into mutant metals and is creating some of the coolest equipment you'll find and just high quality equipment you'll find. Sounds like his business is doing really well. So that's cool. Just interviewed Dylan from Abmat. You know, only 4% 4 know who he is, but Dylan from Abmat, he gives a really good overview of the 11 products that Abmat released this year. And then kind of gives a sneak peek as to what's going, what they have planned next year. And then just in general, just in general, a few other things that were fun to chat about. Jesse Oliger, he's the creator of the Breath Belt. He recently launched the Landmine Grip on the Abmat store. We chat about both those products plus more. And then lastly, Pete Holman, he is the creator of the Nautilus glute drive. He's, he's also invented a few other things 
and he's now living a life as a, he was a physical therapist for a, a really long time. Like I want to guess 20, 30 years, built products on the side for a while, created something for TRX. They purchased, they licensed it out. So there's a number of things there and he's still creating products and, you know, just an, a good chat. I would say that's a really good one for potential on or for people just interested in entrepreneur stories and getting advice as an entrepreneur. That's solid one there. So busy week, some are some actually all of these should be available by the time this is posted. So perfect for holiday travel. Yes. Cool. And yeah, I think that's it. Fiend. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us guys. Did you like tonight's episode? Well, then be sure to keep your eye out for new episode releases wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay involved on our social media sites by following Garage Gym Experiment and taking part in our Sunday surveys on Instagram so that you can be a part of these conversations. Like, follow, subscribe to the channel on YouTube and get involved in our website for all your home gym content needs. I need to write it in there, but we need to add. Be sure to follow Home Gym Con and check us out at The Arnold where we'll be promoting Home Gym Con as well. Do you have anything else for the listeners? No. No. Damn. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.